were four teaching friends from across the country. Who've discovered that if you don't laugh, you cry and lose sight of your why. I'm Retta. I'm Deanne. I'm Tracy. And I'm Kathy. And we teach so hard. You know what's really hard? Going to work when the staff morale is very low. So here's you. You get up in the morning. You work out, maybe. You have your (laughs) breakfast, for sure. Grab your coffee, absolutely essential, and you head off to work. Yay! You enter the building with a spring in your step, right? Sounding familiar? (laughs) And then only to be greeted by sad and tired faces and grunts of recognition. What a downer that can be. (laughs) You're not kidding. You know, when staff morale's low, you don't just see it on the faces and the bodies of of your teaching staff, but you can see, I think it ripples out. Energy is energy, right? Right. Right ripples out it ripples out to students it ripples out as far as to parents it's it's just a real it's, it's an icky place to be at it yep. is yeah but there's there's a, a, oh go ahead <laughs> there we go again right yeah yep. no. <laughs> i was gonna the other thing that happens in my school is that you walk you walk down the hall and you'll say hello to someone and they just go right by you like you haven't even said anything like it's like you're a ghost you know and it's it's just really sad that's that the thing the I was just going to talk about. We used to have a staff member. You'd walk past her and, you know, be all excited for the day and smiling. And you'd say, good morning. And she'd say, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The first, like, 50 times that happened to me, I got to tell you, it killed me. I would just, like, my smile would turn into a frown immediately. I'd slink back to my room, close mm-hmm. the door. When did you start to giggle? Like, did it become your mission to try to get her to smile? You know, like with the the changing of the guards at Buckingham Palace, everybody tries to get them to smile. It it did for a while become my mission. And then I gave up and decided, you know, people have things going on that you don't even know about. Yes, that's true. So I said, just take your smile somewhere else. Let, Let it work for your kids and for you. You know, and I have a I have a theory about low morale. You know, sometimes it's it's not the people themselves. Sometimes it's the system or organization that you're a part mm-hmm. of, right? It could yes. be extreme amounts of change. We've been going through that in our our um, district and situation right now. It's been year after year of big, big, big organizational changes. It's exhausting to keep up with, and you feel like you can't. You know, you can't get through. It, it's not just the normal teaching stress. It's it's everything added on. Or even at a state level, let's push the envelope there, right? Mm-hmm. Raise your hand. Mm-hmm. Raise your hand if your state politics and how they relate to public education has been stressing you out lately. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. for years. It's so hard. And I think it's sometimes I think we we go like that person in your your school read. Yes. You know, that, that we're kind of all in our, our own little isolated silos. And, and sometimes that makes it even worse. Don't you think? 
Yes, it's right. it's, it's a right. shame. It you does. know, and, I, and that might even have been her way of dealing with all of it—that she shut it out. You know, I I tried to smile at it and pinch its little cheeks, and she tried to just like <laughs> shut it down and get it out of her life. Right? Yeah. And there's certain times of year too when I, you know, just everyone's getting tired, and there's <laughs> not a break in sight, and you can tell people are a little grumpier, or when it's yeah. the weather. You know, yep, true. too much snow, too much rain. Yep. And, you know, sometimes teachers. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> I was just going to say, sometimes, you know, teachers are just burned out and they don't want to be there anymore, you know, and that's yeah. very sad. Yeah. Yeah. And then you that you show up at a PLC or a PLT or whatever you call it, you know, those cute little group meetings that uh, happen in that free time when you're supposed to be having lunch uh, or something like yeah. that, or, okay. or that other free time. Yeah. When you could go to the bathroom or your kids are, you know, at music or gym or art and uh, thank God for music, gym and art, but still. <laughs> so, so, you know, you walk into one of those and these people are your teammates and your friends and you can see the grumpy faces there too. Simply yeah. because of it's just all crashing down on all of you. It's a downer. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the sad thing too is, I was going to say that, you know, the community and parents can pick up on the negative vibes and, and that's just a terrible situation for the school. Right. It is. So let's talk about that. I like to think of it as the difference between climate and weather, right? So yes. yeah, you might live in a climate that's normally like I used to live in Tucson, it's normally, you know, sunny and warm or, or unbearably hot, but it's always sunny. Right. But how do I maintain my own weather when the overall climate might be, you know, rain clouds and storm clouds and thunder boomers? How do you maintain your own internal weather when the morale monster is rearing its ugly head? Let's talk about that next. So as we start thinking about ways to boost that morale, whether it's our own or our colleagues, I think it's kind of important to remember that many of us, um, and I'll throw myself into that mix, uh, don't necessarily react well to that goody two-shoes approach. You know, that that Doris Day approach, right? Oh, yeah. Raw, whatever will be, will be. I don't know, Tracy. I'm person that likes like me right away. No, I, <laughs> I just think to myself, that's a bunch of cheese, like sharp cheddar. I just can't. <laughs> it's just, it's just not who I am. And but that, like, okay, but the but the red is of the world. They might like that approach. But it's good to recognize like that. that when somebody walks in and brings some sunny weather, I'm always really glad to see them. That's Especially when I'm, yeah, when I'm sitting in a depressed zone already, right, Kathy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> things you do, ladies. If you're not going to burst into Kesarasara and put your fingers in your dimples, what do you do? Well, I think that personal connection, which I thought had worked with you, Miss Tracy, we'll talk later. <laughs> I think that. I think that personal connection always works. Inviting somebody, you know, on your team or somebody just who's grumpy and in your environment to get together for a drink or coffee or dinner outside of the school setting um, 
keep it small if it's someone you think might just need somebody to talk to, Mm -hmm. but could be a larger group. People do not usually grump at their friends if they, if they have some kind of a relationship going already, even in bad times, they're still not going to be grumpy with their friends. Now I didn't say, I didn't say I didn't value that. That's authentic to me. What I meant was the hitch on the side of the arm. It's going to be a great day. Kind of. Oh, that crap? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a little much. <laughs> yes. You know what? Screw you. No, it's not. I'm in a bad place. And sometimes right. there are real right. things that are happening. And let's let's be real about this. It's not going to be a great day. What would be great is if we could, I could get through it with someone else, like what you just talked about, Retta. Right. And make our own weather right inside here. I love that analogy. Well, speaking of that analogy, I just have to tell you, when I was in Florida, it was sunny, it was kind of cool, but it was sunny, and I came home, I was so depressed, and it just it just brought back that analogy that you just mentioned, Tracy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I could see that in the school. But anyway, I think another thing that could help is, um, you know, step outside your door for, you know, five or 10 minutes of grown-up chat with your partner or somebody right next door. It mm-hmm. really can help put a smile on your face, and you're going to feel a little bit better. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, and even taking, I find even sometimes at the beginning of lunch, before I sit down, I'll take a short walk. Mm-hmm. And just that oh, clears yeah. my head and I'm in a better place. Um, and if your staff room gets too grumpy and you know that, and then all they do is moan and groan and complain or talk about kids or parents, I tend mm-hmm. to not go in for like a few days and give myself that break. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, guys, I have a secret. Wow. It's, it's, a, it's a good one. Okay, so um, we got new furniture at my school because um, we desperately needed it, you know, because we were built in the 1950s. So here we go. I got this new desk. And I was having one day where I was really, 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 really tired, right? And the kids were going out for recess and I had my lunch. And it was one of those rare days where I didn't have a lunch meeting and I didn't have anything going on. Guess what I figured out? I can fit a dog bed under my desk. Oh, no. (laughs) And when I'm well rested, I'm not. I don't have low morale. (laughs) What size dog bed? A dog bed for you. I thought you meant like a a mental therapy dog for you. No. Gracie to school. For me to sleep on under my desk. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh, that's perfect. I would like to take a I would like to take a picture of that. I just think if if all of us could, if all of us had like that tradition of having a twenty minute cat nap throughout the day, siesta. Yeah, just Tracy, I I could just picture you in a you know in a little ball underneath the desk. See, and I oh, had slipped to my principal one day, um, who by now knows me really well, and she smiles and just shakes her head. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, you got to do what you got to do. That's mm. right. When my daughter, when my daughter, my oldest daughter was in high school, literally at back to school night, when you know you're supposed to be making a good impression on the parents. Yeah. One of her mm-hmm. teachers, one of her teachers said. Oh, and you can see over there in the corner, and we all turn our heads. There's my sleeping bag. So I make sure to make it a point that every day during lunch that I take a nap. Oh. Because then I can face those teenagers 
And I asked my daughter, is that true? She goes, yeah, he like sets up under some desks and like lays out his sleeping bag. She said, usually he's awake by the time we come in because she had him right after lunch. But sometimes we've had to wake him up. Sometimes they have to wake him up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. I can't do that. I totally can't do that. <laughs> oh, no. I, I could not do that. I'd be like the 1950s housewife. I have to make sure my hair and makeup is good and I don't have any sleep in my eyes. You know, before they when you said that, Rada? Oh, my God. This is amazing. You remember all the pin curls and you'd put the little pins on the side of your head with the little pink tape the hair tape oh, yeah God. <laughs> she said oh. that so if, if anybody's watching mrs mazel on on amazon oh, which i is love that so fabulous oh, best well you see rose and midge both oh. have that practice like yeah. the makeup and the hair stay on when you say good night when you hear your husband snoring, you get up and you wash it off and you fix everything, that, you know, put your little pin curls in and get rid of the makeup. And then you get up an hour before he does and, and you um, get it all done again. Well, it's kind of like the same thing. I get pretty messed up during the morning. It's cool. Yeah. And I don't want those kids to see me looking like a hot mess in the afternoon. I want I want to look nice. I want my smile to have you know something decent around the smile. <laughs> and so I would set a little alarm on my watch or even an alarm clock next to me if I was going to try that, and just make sure you know that you're fresh for the afternoon. Absolutely. <laughs> I always admired teachers like you, Retta, because I had, we had a teacher at one of my schools, and every day at the end of lunch, I would see her take out her little compact and her lipstick, and she'd retouch yes. her lipstick, and I would think, that never even occurred to me. I would put some on in the morning, and then, you know, I'd get in my car after school yeah. and look in the mirror and think, oh, my goodness. So that, that's a throwback thing for the old teachers, right? <laughs> lipstick. I, li- my mother brought me up to believe that lipstick cures just about anything. And so I do it does. slick on another layer of spackle at lunch. So absolutely. There you go. Have you guys. And I don't, um, I don't wear lipstick. <laughs> that's okay. Ch- oh, well, that solves you- it. <laughs> Have you guys discovered lip scents? Oh, yeah. No. No. So lip sense, which is so funny because actually a former student of mine who's now in her thirties sells it, but it's um, this like lip, kind of like a lip stain, I guess, Mm -hmm. but you put it on, I put it on when I leave the house at six 30 in the morning and literally I will have it on still until six 30 at night. Ooh. So I never, I never have to, I never have to think about retouching so I can still look you know, somewhat put together. So if that's a commercial, okay, I'm going to look that up. But I, and this is, and this is a non-affiliate link too. I, I have no dog in this race at all, but Burt's Bees makes a chapsticky kind of thing that has color in it. And oh, I find yeah. it does the same thing. It stains your lips for the day and it feels good. Nice. Yes. Okay, ladies, we have digressed. I gotta, I gotta put my toe in the water here, and I'm just, I'm guilty too. So let's transition. Let's talk about what are some concrete ideas that you have tried for boosting morale, either someone else's or your own. Uh, 
How about decorating the restrooms and putting in beautiful soaps and lotions and yes. sprays, supplies that will make it feel more like home? And just like what we were talking about, wouldn't that be wonderful? It would. Somebody, it, somebody it surprised would. us in our restroom. And we came in like on a Monday, so after the weekend. And same thing, they had like um, those really nice Bath and Body Works soaps mm-hmm. out. They had put a little bouquet of flowers on a stand in the corner. Yeah. And, and nice. some air freshener. And we said, well, who did this? And nobody yet has owned up to it. But it was oh, such a nice, nice surprise. It's, it's fabulous. And it does make you feel better when you walk out of there. You have a different attitude. Definitely. You know, uh, and then pot, potluck lunches, if you ever tried those. Yeah. Um, just a, a chance to, instead of, you know, coming into the staff lounge to gripe about stuff, there's all this food to share, maybe recipe cards next to next to the crock pots. And, you know, and you tell your stories and talk about your recipes and, and it feels more relaxed, almost like not not being in school or at work. Yes. Yeah. You know, do you find that that was more popular like years ago? Cause I remember doing that probably 20, 25 years ago, but now everybody, when we have a quote unquote potluck tends to pick up food and bring it in their containers, you know, yeah. versus making food. Uh, Cause people are so busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Times have changed. Yeah. I think that yeah. what's most important though, is like sitting and eating together talking it's the relationship piece regardless of the of whether someone homemade the you know made the food from scratch it's what mm-hmm. happens when you're eating the food i think that that's that's really important i think too like you know we're so busy it's so hard to have any kind of mindfulness of what's going on around us because we're so busy and focused on five other million things that sometimes just like poking your head out of out of you know, above the clouds and looking at the teacher next door and noticing the slump of their shoulder or the, you know, to have the awareness of other people and know that, that there's lots of crap that goes on in people's lives that they never talk about. Right. I mean, I even think about my own life, things that I don't really share much, except maybe with my extreme closest friends that if my colleagues knew I was dealing with, they would be, you know, so, so empathetic. And so, you know, but it's also the the whole, it's hard to be vulnerable. And at the same time, it's, it's hard to recognize that vulnerability in other people. I'm, sorry, yeah. I'm getting all yeah. philosophical. <laughs> but, well, another thing, and I think this is more recent because our school uh, in the last few years has always had a talent show. And when the teachers get together and work on a group dance or a yeah. group skit or comedy routine, that's a fabulous after-school morale booster. Yes, um, yes. We even had yoga after-school yes. um, together. We used to have a parent who was also a yoga instructor, and she'd come in and lead us in a yoga session, and it was just amazing what it did for people. Nice. Yep. That's we a great to thing after- to have. We used to have a teacher boot camp where we had a trainer come in right after the bell so we couldn't escape. Yeah. <laughs> and we would laugh and complain and sweat and yeah. we had the best time. We did that for about two years. Yeah. Wow. It's fun. I've got we did too for a while. It's so much fun. Absolutely. We we had that at, at um the next to last school that I taught at, um the one I was at the longest time. And all the teachers by that time who were doing that were so much younger than I was. And it was a real boot camp. And what I used to do is just kind of sit at my door and, and, and watch them go by <laughs> and wave. 
and wave. And it still boosted my mood. And theirs, obviously. One of the things that I've done, um, because this is something I found I had to push myself at, is, um, you know, I I started choosing, um, I did this for a good period of time. Um, I started choosing um, two or three colleagues a week. Um, they didn't know I was doing this, that I would focus on and notice things about, notice things I appreciated, notice things I saw them doing with their kids. And I would drop them a note in their mailbox, something like so simple, like, I saw you do this, it rocked my world. Or sometimes I would, if I didn't drop the note, I would say it to them, but it was like a conscious effort on my part, three teachers a week. Um. That is wow! I bet you noticed a big yeah. change. Fabulous idea, Tracy. You should be an administrator too. Yeah, You'd be oh great. Oh my gosh, that's just <laughs> friendship gold. Unhappiness, Dan. I couldn't do that. <laughs> I know. Oh <laughs> At least in my world, that's a big heap of unhappiness. But I think that oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what was inter- interesting to me was what it 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 brought smiles to their faces, right? But it also did something in me. It shifted something in me too. And it gave me- Oh, sure. You focused outward and you focused away from your own issues. That's right. And it gave me a a connection and it gave me a sense of place and belonging, um, which is something that I happen to struggle with personally. You know, I don't always have that feeling and that's me. That's not the places I work. That's me. And so for me to do that was, it was huge. And it just, it gave me a level of satisfaction. It was a good feeling. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, it's like yeah. when we look when we look for the positives in our kids and mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever sent out postcards through the year. Mm-hmm. And you know, letting letting the child know one thing you noticed specifically, just like you were saying, it makes yeah. everybody feel good. Mm-hmm. Another good idea. Do that for teachers. Yeah, I love that. Out. And then imagine, like I've done that before too with students in terms of phone calls. So, um, especially at the beginning of the year, and I and I will do this again when I'm feeling particular particularly down. I will call parents and I will tell them I will pick you know, three to five kids a week that I'm really focusing and watching. And I will call parents and make three to five phone calls a week. And I will tell them what I noticed. And I'll have a, I'll have a conversation with them on the phone and about their child. And I'll tell you what, talk about boosting your own morale. I walk away from those phone conversations, usually standing a foot taller than I am. Um, Because they tell you stuff that they've noticed about you. Exactly. Huge. Yeah. shift for me huge uh-huh. yeah that's that's a great the win-win idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, absolutely you make these efforts with staff ladies and you've got all of this um stuff planned you know you've got our potlucks and outings and yoga and boot camp and notes and love notes and but you you still have stragglers and you have that on every staff so how do you handle that what do you do when you know in your peripheral vision you can see those staff members who just really are struggling. Well, sometimes no matter what, you know, we try to do to keep everybody happy and good thoughts flowing, there's always those one or two that kind of hang back 
and either scowl or they kind of go into themselves. Mm -hmm. And so like you were saying earlier, Tracy, I think just being aware of them, I try to pop into people's rooms and just check in on how they're doing super quick, like one minute. Hey, how's your day going? Or how was your weekend? Or mention their family member. If I know, you know, if I know something about them Mm -hmm. just so that they feel that they're known. Yeah. You know, that they're not just disappearing. I think that's really important. I think it is, especially definitely is in this day and age when we're so, you know, we're so digital and we're so wrapped up in our digital lives. And I mean, we, we could talk about our kids, but you know what? Our, our teachers are adults are just as bad as the kids. So there's like this increasing sense of isolation. So Kathy, when you do that, it's, it's, it's like, an, you know, you're saying, I see you. Right. Right. That's important. Yeah. And sometimes when somebody's sad, they do want to share, you know, just you need to give them an arm sometime, you know. Yeah. Yes. I'm here for you. And and I think the best way to do that is to get out of the building a little bit, too. Oh, Um, yes. We we were doing this thing for a while, you know, that we would get out for lunch on Fridays and there would always be somebody who'd say, Oh my gosh, I can't leave. I can't ever leave the building. Like I'm chained to the desk and (laughs) there's too much to do, whatever. And, and, you know, there are ways around that. You can get an administrator to cover for them. And, you know, like, let's say they have a different lunch hour than you do. And, you know, when you go out or lunch half hour, let's be real, um, you know, just go to a little place around the corner or something and just have a couple of, uh, you know, minutes out or pack your lunches and eat them while you walk, go for a walk. You know, yeah, I have a good one. I have a parent volunteer. I've had parent, you know, we all have had parent volunteers who come in and every once in a while you get that parent volunteer who really will do anything you ask for, you ask them to do. And there was a couple times in my career where I've had a parent like that. And we, none of us could, we didn't have enough time to go out. Um, we didn't have, um, no one had time to make food. It was a stressful week. And I took, um, takeout orders, right. From our favorite sushi restaurant and collected everyone's money. And I asked the parent, Hey, would you pick this up for us instead of copying spelling today? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We did something similar. We had a restaurant around the corner. It was like a little uh, breakfast lunch yeah. place. And they they would deliver. And I took charge of collecting the money and having it in the office. And, and it was just beautiful. The secretary, you know, handed them the money and they handed over the food. And, um, you know, we got the food. And we all went in, into the teacher's lounge to have lunch with a whole different attitude. We did that too. Like every Friday, we would have somebody would go out and get sandwiches and stuff for everybody. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. Too. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. I, because you knew Friday morning when you woke up, you didn't have to pack anything or think. Nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes thinking's hard, especially if you're stressed. Exactly. That's right. Well, when you, when you all mentioned about, you know, just getting off campus or doing things that are not school related, our school district just had a strike, mm-hmm. like a major strike yeah. <laughs> for uh, about a week and a half. And that greatest outcome we've all said is that it did pull in those stragglers. It bonded our staff so close together because we were 100% in -hmm. and we said, we've never spent so much time together. I mean, we picketed together. We went to lunch together. We, (laughs) you know, I mean, we really found each other's interests and we got to know each other a lot better. And now it's changed the whole culture of our staff since we've been back. That's wonderful. It's a shame it had to come that way. Yes. But 
beautiful that it came. It is. And I've been hearing about that at all my friends' schools, the same story. So yeah, talk about That's growth mindset. I mean, what a horrible, you know, it was uh, the whole country was watching with you. And what a horrible, yep. you know, a horrible thing to have to go through personally and professionally. But then t- the beauty of what comes out of that is, you know, what you just described and being able to recognize that is truly a gift. It really is. Yes, it was great. That's right. I think something else you can do for teachers is, you know, the librarian, you know, let her know that she's feel, you know, let her know that she's feel needed and useful and ask her for ideas about books for the kids or somebody that's a good cook, have them, you know, tell you how they made something. I think all these little things help yes. somebody feel better. And so Build on their strengths. Yeah. brought that up, Deanne. You know, I, I used to be a music teacher and watching the specials teachers in my building, that's a special kind of path they're walking down. And not a lot of teachers realize um, how they're often perceived by colleagues and how they're, um, what their morale is like. Um, Sometimes they're not even Mm -hmm. perceived as real teachers that I could tell you stories that would shock you. Um, And so to, to make sure that you're including them in the picture, um, Absolutely. And you're thinking about that and that you're you're treating them as professionals and not as babysitters so that you can, you know, have the time to write your lesson plans or grade that stack of math papers is really important. Um, mm-hmm. It's good to see the big picture of morale, not just classroom teachers, but also special. But you know, right. you know what? One way that I've seen people try to enlist these special teachers is by saying, oh, let's work on a collaborative project together. Oh, yes. That's all well and good if you're not going to be putting another burden on them Mm -hmm. for their time and their energy. How about I noticed you're working on this type of thing with the kids. I think I can relate that to what I'm doing in math and social studies. And here's what I'm going to do to support what they learned with you. Yes, that's a great idea. Yes. Because the other thing with what you said, Retta, is that this is, again, a a disconnect. And it's not ill. I don't think there's bad intent or, you know, ill intent meant from other teachers when they say this to special teachers about collaboration. But it's important to remember that they also have a curriculum and they have learning standards and they have things that they are expected to teach that, you know, this is not, they're not eating granola and sitting barefoot with the foot with the kids dipping paintbrushes in the paint all day. There's there's Mm -hmm. definitive and specific skills that they are teaching um, that, that don't necessarily jive with what you want to do with them as a classroom teacher. So very true. But you you can make it jive. You can wrap your units and your themes around what they're teaching about different artists or or you're right. And it's important to remember that so that it's not, it's an equal partnership and it's not a disjointed thing. Well, ladies, we have so much, we could rule the world. We have so much. (laughs) I never want it to end, but we're at that time. So, um, what is your number one go-to tip for boosting morale? Deanne, lead us off. All right. Well, be there to lend an ear and happy hour. <laughs> Go for drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Love it. Love it. Retta, uh, what's yours? Uh, food. <laughs> <laughs> 
just <laughs> bring bring snacks, share recipes, um, go out to eat together. Kathy. And my, it's to be aware. Just kind of notice your colleagues and notice what they like to do, what their strengths are, and build on that. Can I just say what Kathy said? Because that was my number two, was awareness. Step out. We always think alike. Yes. Step outside your own um, weather and look at the weather of others around you. I think it's really important. And maintain your own weather when the climate is bad. Yes. Yes. A smile. Oh, my God. We're back to Doris Day. A smile is your umbrella. <laughs> all right. That's all we have time for this week. Um, be sure to tune in to our next episode. Oh, my gosh, guys. If you're listening, you don't want to miss this. We are going to be talking about teacher fashion throughout the years. So make sure you um, break out your teacher shoes and your applique sweater and show up for our next episode. Until next time, keep it real. Oh, 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 o